Come belle c'è la luna, brille, strette, strette, con e butto belle pasteggia. Sotto il cielo di Roma. Hey, welcome back to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I am here and very happy to be back. It's been a couple weeks since I've recorded uh, the Life of an Average Joe. I've had a lot of other stuff going on, been working on uh, some new projects, or I should say extended projects like Toy Cars in the Nightstand. If you haven't checked out Toy Cars in the Nightstand, my blog, you can do that at toycarsinthenightstand.com. But it's in a huge makeover right now for uh, the website, the blog, you know, uploading new links, pics, merchandise, yes, merchandise, uh, things like that. But I decided to take it to the next level and create a podcast. And it's Toy Cars on the Nightstand, the podcast. So very different than the life of an average Joe, of course. They're all connected, you know, because it is my life. But it is very different, and it's it's a really cool, fun podcast. I just did my second episode uh, with my co-host of Trash Talk, Stuart Sachs, and it's it look it's it's dads getting together, parents getting together, talking about the challenges we face in life raising a kid or kids. Uh, but it really leans more towards the dad side, while I guess talking from my perspective of, I mean, a single dad, divorced, things like that. What I've learned, what I'm learning the mistakes I've made, and that could make a podcast probably on just the mistakes I made, but all that. So check out Toy Cars on the Nightstand. It's right here on Anchor, as well as Spotify, and pretty much every other platform, as I just got notification. They they just released it or distributed it to five more platforms, so we're getting there, you know? Just keep adding to the projects. But I'm back. I'm back on the Life of an Average Joe podcast. It's uh, very happy to be here, as always, and I wanted to talk, if you can't tell, from the from the intro, I want to talk about Dean Martin. Now, it's not a Dean Martin podcast, although I feel like that could be a fun podcast by itself. But I was thinking, and, and maybe because Father's Day is approaching very quickly in the next couple, in the next week or so, Father's Day will be here. That's not why I thought of Dean Martin, but it, it is part to do with it. Um, I'm actually going back to Detroit a few days after Father's Day. So I was thinking about my time back in in Michigan and I was thinking about Father's Day weekend or or week I should say and I was thinking about the Dean Martin Festival in Steubenville Ohio because that's typically when they would do this festival they would do it the Thursday Friday Saturday and it would end on a Sunday in Steubenville Ohio now if you're not familiar with Dean Martin then I don't know why you're listening to my podcast to be honest with you um if you're not familiar with Steubenville, Ohio, that I understand. So Steubenville, Ohio is the home of Dean Martin. That's where he was born. Dean Martin was born June 7th, 1917, and he died, unfortunately, Christmas, December 25th, 1995. Man, that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it sucks that he died anyway, but obviously. But I mean, to think about Christmas, uh, I, I guess there's not a good day to die but if I had my choice it probably wouldn't be Christmas Uh, that's just my opinion but yeah he was born in Steubenville Ohio a little small town in Ohio uh, that borders uh, Pennsylvania 
West Virginia, and and it's right in that. I don't want to say the Iron Belt, you know, but the steel mill. It was a big steel mill town. Um, I mean, matter of fact, you can go to Steubenville, Ohio, and see the old steel mills. Now, they're closed then. They're closed and shut down and, and, and all that. Of course, that's what really did that that town in was when the steel mills left. But Dean Martin graduated from Steubenville High School. Uh, he actually, well, I shouldn't say he graduated. He dropped out of Steubenville High School in the 10th grade. Because he thought he was smarter than his teachers. He didn't believe that his teachers could teach him anything. So he bounced, which, which I kind of get that. Uh, so what he did uh, to make things, to make some money and, and all that, he was a bootlegger. He was bootlegging liquor back in the day. He worked in a steel mill. He uh, worked at a speakeasy. He was a blackjack dealer. And he was actually a boxer. He was a welterweight boxer. So at 15, he built himself as Kid Crochet. At 15 years old, he got a broken nose multiple times, broken knuckles, things like that, bruised body. But out of the 12 fights he had at 15 years old, he won 11. 11 fights. So Dean Martin was, you know, when you look at the persona of Dean Martin, that's not fake. That's who he is. Now, like I said, I'm not here to talk about Dean Martin and because I could go on and on. I'm already excited about it, just thinking about it. But I'm here to talk about Steubenville, Ohio, and the Dean Martin Festival. Now, to kind of paint a picture for you, Steubenville, Ohio is not a well, I don't want to say it's not a well-known name place when you think of Ohio. Typically, when you think of Ohio, if you're from Michigan, you think of Cedar Point. You also think of, uh, unfortunately, the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm not a Michigan fan, so they're not as big of an enemy to me as they are the other guys, but still. Uh, you think of Ohio, and you think of a, 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 a city that you have to drive through, or a, a state that you have to drive through to get anywhere. Ohio's a pretty big, empty state. It's like cornfields and nothing. Until you get to this area of Ohio, because of where it borders. It's in Jefferson County, and it borders, you know, like I said, Virginia and Pennsylvania. And you've got the mountains and the lakes and the rivers. So it's very cool. It's very pretty in, in Steubenville, Ohio. But it's a small town. The, Steubenville, Ohio, the nickname of Steubenville is the City of Murals. Because in its downtown or around the downtown, there's about 25 murals that have been painted on buildings, uh, large sides of the mountains, uh, bridges. Really nice, actually. It's 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 a really cool town. It's a very small town and shrinking. As of 2010, the population was 124,000 people, almost 125,000 people. As of 2000, as of 2010, in that area, okay, in the the city of Steubenville in that metropolitan area. Now. It's about 33 miles from Pittsburgh. So it's right there. I mean, matter of fact, when we went, we drove to Pittsburgh. Which is really cool. And there's a, the, the city is named after Fort Steuben, which is, of course, in the, in the city's limits. And it was, it was during the big war, and you know, the Persian military. It, it's a whole thing. Look it up. I don't want to talk about it because I don't care. Um, but it is located in the town. So Steubenville has rich history, like most little cities and, and towns that are throughout the Midwest. Um, there's a lot of cool things. There are a lot of cool bridges. There's some, you know, 
you're on the Ohio River, so you've got a lot of these uh, floodplains, and you've got all these hills and mountains, and, and, and I, it's just, look, when I went to Steubenville, Ohio, I fell in love with it. And, and that's the real fun story. So this was back in, God, I, I want to say, you know, 2000s, early 2000s maybe. Somewhere around there. Well, it was back in the MySpace era. So let's put it there. I was not living in Texas, obviously. I was living in Michigan. And this was during the MySpace era. So we were, we were on MySpace as the number one social platform for everybody, really, for kids, for adults. Mostly kids, teenagers, and all that used it, young adults. You didn't have really some of the older adults, people my age, and I'm not old, my parents' age, going on MySpace. It wasn't really their thing. But MySpace was cutting edge. You've heard me talk about it multiple times. MySpace was cutting edge. To this day, I think MySpace is better than Facebook. I mean, maybe not the current format of MySpace, but what MySpace was compared to what Facebook is... MySpace was awesome. So on MySpace, you, you, you connected just like you do on social media. You had your profile, your pictures, music. You could design your own profile. You guys forgive me for my, my slips today on, and my horrible grammar and horrible speaking. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And, and so I'm just going to mess up. I'll just deal with it. But anyway, um, yeah, MySpace, you could do a lot of stuff that you can't do on Facebook. Facebook tried to implement some of those things, and they have them on there, but they kind of really shied away from it. But on MySpace, you had groups, much like Facebook. And you could create a group, but you could also join groups. And you had to get approval for pretty much every group. You couldn't just, there wasn't really any open groups. Somebody on that group, on the, the admins, had to approve you. So I was in multiple groups because at the time I had my own promotions company. It didn't last long, but I made some money off it, had some fun events. And, and so I, I was in all these different music groups. I was in all these different club groups. I was, I was everywhere. And one of the groups I found was, it was an Italian-American group. And I know I was dating a couple people at the time, not simultaneously, I don't do that. I never understood dating multiple people. I'm not, I'm not saying being in a relationship, but like you're kind of seeing this one girl or guy, but you're not serious, and then you kind of go see another girl and guy. I'm not, I'm not putting anybody down, but I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I'm, I'm not to say in my life I've never gone on a date with a girl once or twice, and then the next following week or month or, or in that time frame went on another date with somebody else, but I never, like, was seeing them at the same time. And I, what, but I mean by, I mean, like, truly seeing them, where we had talk and hang out or whatever. I'm not talking about sleeping with them. I'm talking about seeing them. I, I, I can't do that. I don't get people that do. I also don't trust people that do. And you know what? I, I'm sorry to judge people. I'm judging. I'm not perfect. I'm not God. Although God is probably the only one that should be judging anybody. But that anyway, I digress. Um, but I was dating a couple people at the time. And one of the girls I was dating, who I won't talk about, um, we were on and off again. So I joined these Italian-American groups. True story. Number one, just to talk to familiar people. But also, I was looking for my next girlfriend Because, you know, all my life. I, 
Unless I didn't know about it. I never dated it. Oh, that's not true. All right, scratch that. Anyway, so I was looking for my next girlfriend. I was like, look, I don't know what's going on with this girl. We're not working out. I got to go. I got to find an Italian girl and be happy. And, and that's probably what I need to do now. If I ever get back into the dating game again, and I ever get back to, I need to go back to my criterias. Because clearly, the last criteria did not work out. So I need to go to my, my real criteria. But anyway. Um, but I started connecting with people and I was also promoting my music and connecting club owners. And a lot of the club owners I knew were Italians in Chicago and Detroit. So it was this big connection, but through this Italian American heritage group, it was very cool. I learned a lot and they would trace your history and things like that. I met a couple people from Steubenville, Ohio. I knew only of Steubenville, Ohio because of how big of a fan I was of Dean Martin and how much I loved Dean Martin. And that's the only reason I knew about Steubenville, Ohio. I didn't know anything. I didn't know, I knew it was in Ohio. I didn't know what it was like there. I didn't know, I didn't know if it was a big city, little city. I mean, obviously based on the name, I, I assumed it was a little city, but I didn't know anything. I just knew that's where Dean Martin was. That's it. So <clears throat> I met a couple people and they started advertising the Dean Martin Festival in Steubenville, Ohio. And it was, it was around Father's Day weekend. I looked it up. I found out all kinds of stuff about Steubenville, Ohio. The history, how long Dean lived there, what he did there. I mean, what there was to do, where it was located. And it was completely opposite of where I thought it was based in Ohio. Because in Ohio, I only went to Cedar Point. I drove through it when I had to drive through it. Um, you know, I went to, to some football games, but I didn't, I didn't really go and hang out in Steubenville, Ohio. Um, because it's, or in Ohio in general, because I, I look, I'll be honest with you, I just don't like Ohio. <laughs> no offense. But then I started to really see some cool stuff. and see how close it was to Pittsburgh. And at the time, I had never been to Pittsburgh before. So I start formulating ideas. Maybe we go to this festival. So Steubenville, Ohio from Detroit, Michigan, not where I was living at the time, but from Detroit, Michigan, it's about four hours. It's a little over, you know, just a little longer than a Chicago trip. Now, if you're going from Detroit to Chicago, it is about four hours. If you're going from where my parents live to Chicago, we got there in under four. And it's a straight shot. I mean, you're basically on one highway the whole time. 75 south or you can go on two highways it's a little bit i think you save like five miles you can go uh, i-80 east to i-77 south uh, anyway it doesn't matter I did, that's irrelevant to you guys but i started looking at it i want to go so then i messaged one of the people or two of the people on the group this one guy said hey you need to talk to somebody who's on the committee her name is rose she's in this group and I've seen her post it. She was the one that posted about Steubenville, Ohio. So I messaged Rose. Now, Rose was an older woman, obviously, older than me. I don't know why I said obviously. But we start messaging each other back. She's on the committee. She helps plan the events. She's a singer. Um, she's, she's, she lives in Steubenville. She's, you know, her and her husband are there. Uh, she filled me in on everything. I can't tell you how knowledgeable she was and how great she was. 
So we communicated for some time. Now Steubenville, or the Dean Martin Festival was about a month away. So I had a month to decide if I was gonna make the road trip at all, if I was gonna make the road trip by myself, or if I was gonna bring some people with me. So I started reaching out to my friends. I reached out to Ken, who you've heard me talk about a thousand times, because he's a huge Dean Martin fan, and I knew it would be something he'd be into. And then I reached out to my buddy Toby, who I believe I was living with at the time, or we were living right next door to each other. One of the two, I can't remember. And I think that's the only people that I talked to. And I wanted it to be a guy's trip. That's not the only people I talked to, but it's the only people I wanted to go. I wanted it to be a guy's trip. I didn't want to bring girls. This was a man's thing. We're going to road trip to Steubenville, Ohio to see Dean Martin Festival, the hometown of Dean Martin, and be part of the Dean Martin Festival. That's a man's event. I want to smoke cigars. I want to drink all day. I want to eat and hang out with a bunch of Italian people. That's all I want to do. And I don't need a woman there to tell me otherwise. So that, that the plan was formulated. But I also knew that if they said no or I couldn't get anybody to go, I was going to go solo. Because that's just who I am. I mean, obviously, I moved to Texas with knowing one person. I kind of knowing more than one, but not many. I went, to, I went to Ireland by myself. And I'm in another country by myself just because I vaguely knew somebody. I, I, when I moved to Dallas, or I moved to, to Texas, I went and explored Dallas by myself. I spent all day there by myself. All day and night, really, really overnight. I with a backpack, a phone, a charger, some money, and uh, said, I'll figure out where to go. That's just who I am. I don't need people to, to come with me. I'm going to go do it if I want to do it. And that's what I did. I, I decided I was going to go by myself because at the time, Toby and Kim weren't sure. Well, it was a last-minute thing. It was a last-minute situation, and they said we're going. So we started looking at, okay, we'll just get one hotel room, I already had a hotel. Do I need to upgrade for two beds? No. We weren't going to be in that hotel very much anyway. We knew how to get there. That's all we cared about. Let's go to, let's go to freaking Steubenville, Ohio. But I was working the nightclub. And we had an event. And we were kicking off a brand new event. And this was a Thursday night. So we were kicking off a brand new event at the nightclub. And the girl I was dating worked there as well and we had started or we were on and off again we had kind of started to come back and connect but I told her I'm going to come to this event and then we're just going to leave from the event and go drive to Steubenville so we went to the nightclub I did the event did everything I had to do we left about two o'clock in the morning drove to Steubenville straight shot and there was nobody on the road I mean nobody now we checked into a super eight motel just at the edge of town of Steubenville because some of the the other hotels, some people were staying in Pittsburgh. We didn't want to drive the 33 miles and we didn't want to pay the price. And some of the other hotels that were like the real good hotels downtown Steubenville, which I think there's only one, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I don't even know if that's there anymore. They were booked because what I didn't realize about Steubenville, Ohio, and I, again, I knew the Dean Martin Fest was going to be huge, but what I didn't realize was how many people came to this festival so when you look at when, when you look at the hotels 
in the area. In Steubenville, Ohio, there's a Super 8, which is the one we stayed at. There is the Hampton Inn, which is the nicer one, and that was packed. There is the Best Western, which is the Best Western, but it's the Inn at Franciscan Square. That was the big one. That's where Dean Martin's daughter stayed. All the talent stayed. We couldn't get into that one. So there's only three hotels in Steubenville. Then you've got to stay in, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong, Weirton, W-E-I-R-T-O-N, West Virginia. Now, remember, Steubenville, Ohio is right on the border. You cross a bridge, you're in West Virginia. So then you got to get into those hotels. So we picked the Super 8 because it was available and cheap. And it was, I think it's on University, which is like the, one of the main streets in Steubenville. It's literally, I mean, we could walk from the hotel to downtown. I think we did once, but then I think we just chose to drive and just park somewhere uh, because that was the way to go. But I didn't realize just how many people from across, from Pittsburgh, from West Virginia, from other parts of Ohio. I mean, I didn't realize how many people were going to be there. I thought it was going to be a cool little small festival, and it is. It's a cool little small festival, but oh my God, it's crazy crazy busy. So we drove. We checked into the hotel. I think we took a nap. We went to to go get breakfast. And there was like some little, I don't know, like some little tiny diner, crappy, who knows, uh, in Steubenville, Ohio. And we ate there. And then we proceeded to go to the festival. And as we're walking, as we're getting closer to downtown, we notice Italian flags everywhere. Now, I know it's a Dean Martin festival. Okay, I, I understand that. So, obviously, Italian flags are up. But I'm noticing the Italian flags at houses. Now, these are old houses, 100 years old, right downtown. I mean, these are the houses that I want to live in. They're really nice, um, but they're old. And I'm noticing Italian flags up. And I'm like, look, these guys, they keep these up all year. This is not something that just came up for the festival. We're in it. We're, this is an Italian community. And again, people might be saying, okay, you're an idiot, Brandon. Dean Martin was there. Of course, it's an Italian community. But there's a lot of parts. There's a lot of, you know, like in Chicago and Detroit and, and even Dallas that were the communities change. You know, maybe it was a Hispanic community that's now an Asian community. Maybe it's an Italian community that's now a Hispanic community. They change. Well, Steubenville did not change at all. It's probably the exact same way, minus a few other bars and restaurants and, and whatever, as when Dean Martin was there. I mean, the steel mill that he worked at is still there, but it's closed. And it's been closed for that long. I mean, you got to think he was 15 years old when he was working at the steel mill. And it's standing there empty along the Ohio River. There's just nobody's knocking it down. Some of the beautiful buildings uh, and, and that are up, that are empty, that were manufacturers, gorgeous, are empty, but they're still there. But there was Italians everywhere. And we're just walking along the street. And then you got street vendors, and you got coffee, you know, like little espresso corners. And then you've got your bars, and you've got your live music. I mean, everywhere I went, I heard it, Dean Martin this, Dean Martin. I mean, it, 
unreal. You got your vendors selling Dean Martin t-shirts, you, you know, Dean Martin flags, hats. Well, the main bar in downtown Steubenville is called the Spot Bar. It's the spot, you know. I mean, that's the only way I know how to tell you. It's the Spot Bar. So the Spot Bar is right at the edge of town, and that was like the hub. So the radio station, the local radio stations would go there and set up in Steubenville for the Dean Martin Festival. I guess they call it the Spot Bar and Grill uh, now, I believe, or it might just be the Spot Bar. I'm not, I don't remember. But that's where we were told. We were told to check out the Spot Bar and start there before we went anywhere else. Okay. So we walked along, said hi to everybody, you know, checked it out and went to the spot bar. And I can tell you right now, the spot bar has not changed. I know that for a fact. I mean, they got $1.75 domestics every Wednesday, $1.75. Okay. They do happy hour every day, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. That's your traditional happy hour. And I'm sure in Steubenville, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's easy. If you want to buy a t-shirt there, it's like 10 bucks. They do live music. It's the place to go. It's Steubenville, Ohio. It, it is the place to go. It is the number one spot. Now, what's cool is it's pretty small on the inside. I mean, it's pretty tight. It's, it's pretty small. But the back has like a little stage, all these outside bars. It's really cool. It's like a, a I don't want to say like a, it is a fenced-in area with a built-up stage, two little sidebars, tons of open seating, standing. I think they got games now, um, but that was where we went, and we went there, and that was the headquarters for Dean Martin Festival. That's what they look forward to every year. Now, I believe this, this current year, I think it's after Father's Day, but they've got the Dean Martin impersonators, they've got the Frank Sinatra impersonators, um, the whole Rat Pack impersonators were there. And we're at the spot bar, we're getting our free swag from the radio stations, we're drinking crappy beer. I'm talking, uh, look, this isn't like, hey, we need to find some craft beer. I'm talking crappy, horrible beer. For example, Steel City beer, we're drinking some Steel City. I mean, we're right by Pittsburgh, and we're paying like a dollar for it. We're drinking 32 ounces Bud Lights. Ugh, I know, I'm embarrassed to say it. You want some whiskey? We're drinking like $3 whiskeys. You want to get the good stuff? We're drinking like $4 Jack Daniels. Everything was cheap. I mean, you go 20 bucks, and you, for the next three days, you could spend 60 bucks at the bar over three days and be drunk. On top of the free stuff. Because the minute you walk in, they hand you your Dean Martin wristband. They hand you a ticket for a drink. And you could only get like, I couldn't get like Johnny Blue. But they didn't even have Johnny Blue there. So their probably high-end scotch was Glenfiddich. I, probably, I couldn't get that. But you get a beer, you get house whiskey, vodka, whatever. Um, then they give you a ticket for food. And you get either a, a meatball sub, a meatball sandwich, uh, some sort of pasta. Or a hot dog. Well, why the hell would I get a hot dog? I'm at the Dean Martin Festival. What do I want with a hot dog? So I got the meatball sandwich. So here I am, Ken and I, Toby. Um, we're walking in and we're like, I mean, you could tell we stick out. We don't belong there. We belong there, but we don't belong there. And 
Everybody's there. The Dean Martin's blasting. Frank Sinatra's blasting. They got old Dean Martin movies on the television. We walked outside to sit because it was like 83 degrees. Beautiful day. You get a breeze right off because you're right by the river and you're right by the mountains. It was hot though. Don't get me wrong. It was hot. That 83 felt hot. Not Texas hot, but it was hot. And we're sitting outside listening to Dean Martin. I'm eating a meatball sub. I'm drinking crappy beer. I'm eating, you know, I'm drinking whiskey. Toby's drinking whiskey. Ken's drinking Jack Daniels. And I was like, this is awesome. And we've only been here like two hours, three hours. So then they, they start, they, they did the, the kickoff. And they introduced Dean Martin's daughter, Dina Martin. She sang a song. Her husband was there, some other people. And then they started to do some of the impersonators. Just like a little tease. Because that night, they were going to do the big show. And the big show was going to be at the Spaghetti, uh, I think it's called the Spaghetti House or Spaghetti Bar, something that, not, not Spaghetti Factory, like, like we've known in Dallas. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's called the Spaghetti House or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. But they were going to do the big event there, and, and you could purchase your tickets ahead of time. So you purchase your tickets ahead of time, you got your plate and whatever, and they, weren't, they were a little pricey for what they were, but you got to see the show, like a Vegas show in Steubenville, Ohio, and... You got to see all the impersonators. So you got to see the whole Rat Pack. Some of them weren't great. I got to be honest with you. I got to say it. The Frank Sinatra guy was not great. The Frank Sinatra impersonator was not great. Um, He was cool, but he wasn't great. The Dean Martin guy was awesome. Oh, it's Naples. Naples Spaghetti House. I guess it is called the Spaghetti House. Um, And so you got to go there. And and look, it was great. The food was awesome, and the show was great. The drinks were there. They jacked everything up because they knew people were coming from out of town. I'm not blaming them for that, but this was what Steubenville does. There's no other reason to be in Steubenville but this festival, and I'm not putting the city down. They did have an amazing, though. They were Stu- The Steubenville football team, where Dean Martin went to school for a few years, state champions. Huge football. So that was really cool. We, you know, Ken found that out, and then we went and drove by the school, and we saw how many titles they won. Uh, so that was cool. But they did jack up the prices. And, and you know what? They would do that at any festival. But even their jacked up prices, it wasn't like you were going to a Cowboys game. You're still paying, okay, you're paying $7 for Jack Daniels, which is pretty average, as opposed to 4 <laughs> Big deal. And we hung out. Well, that night, we went back to the spot bar, but then we thought, man, let's go find out some other bars. What other bars do we have in this area? And they have, uh, they have an Applebee's now, which is just outside the city. It wasn't there when we went there. Um, they have another restaurant at the Fort Steuben Mall, which is called the uh, Ville Restaurant and Bar. We didn't go there because it was closed. They had a Bennigan's, which we did go. This was back in the day when Bennigan's um, was actually... <laughs> Uh, something before they closed. So that was really cool. But they also had other bars. They had some other bars there right downtown that I wasn't aware of. So we found a bar, and I don't know what the name of it is now um, because I think they changed the name. But that being said, it was a lounge, like a kind of a lounge type thing in Steubenville, Ohio. It might have been right at the the edge of town, if I, if I remember this correctly, it was right at the edge of town. And I think, 
I think it's called Legends now. I'm pretty sure it's called Legends. Um, it might be Frolics, actually. No, it's Frolics. So we walked into this. I think the bar was the Crowbar at the time. I really think that was a generic name, but we didn't know. And we, it, they were playing great music. It was skinny. And they were offering, uh, I say skinny, it was narrow. And they were offering great drinks. It wasn't part of anything to the Dean Martin Festival. I mean, they had, a, they had karaoke and they had people singing Dean Martin and they had like the flags up. But it wasn't on the list of like official spots for the Dean Martin Festival. But we wanted to kind of take a break and see some of the other stuff. So we walked into the, the crowbar. We didn't know it was a crowbar. And it was, it was packed. But they were doing some killer drink specials. We're hanging out. Karaoke's good. I got to confirm with Ken, but I'm 97% sure he sang Dean Martin. I'm 97% sure. I'm going to talk to him. When I go up to Michigan in a couple weeks, I'm going to ask him. I didn't sing, but I'm going to ask him. I, I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe when he listens to this, he can tell me. So we went to the crowbar, and I started to notice some things. <laughs> I'm looking around, and there's a bunch of guys there and girls and whatever, but I'm noticing that none of the guys are really talking to the girls. And if they are... It's like a group of people, like three girls, a couple guys. But it's a different vibe. It's not your typical bar scene. And that's probably because we were in Steubenville, Ohio, and everything's, you know, you're comparing Steubenville to Detroit. You're comparing Steubenville to Dallas, you know, or whatever. And people are different. But I'm watching, and I'm like, wait a minute. I look behind the bar, and I see the bartenders. Three guys. And then there was... I think there was a fourth guy who might have been a bar back. I don't know. I look at the DJ who's doing the karaoke. I look at the doorman. This is a gay bar. Somebody bought a can of drink. I remember this. Somebody bought a can of drink, and I know it was after he sang. Ken said he was going to buy somebody a drink. He did. Somebody bought me a drink, bought Toby a drink. And I realize this is a gay bar. <laughs> and I don't give a crap. Man, we hung out there. Not only did we hang up out there, we hung out there more than the spot bar. If there was something that was going on at the spot bar related to the Dean Martin Festival or the car show or the karaoke contest or the meatball eating contest, we would go to the spot bar. Otherwise, we were hanging out at the crowbar because they had better music, better drinks, and better people. I mean... Not better people, but it was it was more like the vibe that we wanted to hang in. And they and, and you know what was great about it? Everybody knew we weren't gay. And we felt at home. We felt more comfortable there than I mean, I can't speak for Ken and Toby. I felt more comfortable there than I did the spot bar because I felt like the spot bar was very cool and fun and I got nothing bad to say about it because everybody there was nice. But it was such part of the festival that I didn't feel like I was getting the real Steubenville. Not to say that the crowbar was the real Steubenville, but come to find out, it's been there for years. Now it's called Frolics, which I think if I would have saw either name, I would have known. <laughs> Unless, although Frolics could be a name for a strip club too. In all, in all fairness, it, it really could be. Um, but we went back to the crowbar three, four times. Met some great people, drank, got drunk, had a blast, and then went back to the hotel. And then the next day we got up early, we went to an old diner. I think it was the same diner, had breakfast. And that's the one thing, and I talk about this on Trash Talk. 
when you find one of those diners, you just got to go. Cheap food, better than most of the restaurants in the area, and you really get a feel for what town you're in or what city you're in. And that's why I like going to those. I still love going to those to this day. Um, so we went back to that diner and then we went to the rest of the festivities. I, we didn't enter the meatball eating contest. We watched, and I got to be honest with you, I love meatballs, but holy God. I mean, these people were shoving these meatballs down their throat. It was, I was getting sick just watching it. Um, we went and saw the karaoke contest. Then we went to the library, which had a whole like Dean Martin museum. The classic car show had a bunch of cars from that, that were Dean Martin's, like his own personal cars. Uh, we went, they had cars from the movies uh, that he was in, uh, met all the impersonators, met his daughter. His daughter did like a book signing. I didn't care about that. Um, but, you know, it was cool. We got to meet her. And then we got to like hear stories. She was, it was stories about her dad. So that was really cool to be able to hear the stories from Dean Martin's daughter and, and what he was like behind the scenes. And, and that was very cool. Um, you know, she threw in some stories about Frank Sinatra and, and, and it was great to see that we did a, uh, they did a, a movie thing on the square where they were showing old Dean Martin movies. So one night after we checked out the Fort Steuben, we went to the square and they set up like a, kind of like a drive-in movie screen. And we hung out, drank some beers, watched, uh, I don't remember what movie it was. It wasn't Ocean's Eleven. I, I think Frank was in it. I just don't remember. And we had a blast. Well, it wasn't until the final day that I finally tracked down Rose, the woman that set this whole thing up. I tracked her down. We met. We took our picture together. We had a beer together. We talked. She gave us drink tickets, T-shirts. Oh, it was so awesome. And then she introduced me to her family and because her son was working there. And we left. You know, we took a random, just a random shot in the dark and went to a festival. And to this day, and mind you, this is well over 11 years ago, because I've been in Texas for 11 years. So this is like 12, 13 years ago. I'm still friends with Rose on Facebook. Now, she doesn't live in Steubenville anymore, but she's very much a part of it. I'm still friends with her on Facebook. We still talk. She still comments on my pictures. Whenever football season comes around, we talk football because obviously she's a big Buckeyes fan, of course. Well, the next year we decided to go back again. I think somebody else came with us, but I don't remember. I don't remember who it was. But the trio went back. Ken, Toby, myself went back. And we stayed at the same hotel, went to the crowbar again, met Rose again. This time, though, we got to hang out and eat. Uh, we kind of knew what we were doing, so we knew, you know, they added some events. We knew what events we wanted to do. They had a cigar event, which was really cool, and we got to smoke uh, some of Dean Martin's favorite cigars. Uh, really, it's the style of the cigar. It wasn't the exact cigar. And then his daughter has her own cigars out. So we tried that. Hung out with Rose at the uh, Spaghetti House. Ate there. Went to Pittsburgh this time. We're going to drive to Pittsburgh. The problem is, Pittsburgh's 33 miles away. I'm not an idiot. The traffic sucked. 
and we could never actually get to the city of Pittsburgh. We kept crossing these bridges. It, it, it reminded me of like the island on Lost. We just kept driving these bridges, going over, going around the city. We never made it downtown Pittsburgh. And all we wanted to do was go downtown Pittsburgh because Ken's a huge Steelers fan. We wanted to go hang out, you know, get him something from, from Pittsburgh and go back to the Dean Martin Festival. But because of the traffic and the way they rerouted us, we literally went over a bridge, around the city, over a bridge again. I must have did that 10 times before I flipped my lid and said, forget it, we're going back to Steubenville where I feel safe. It was like, it was literally like lost. Like you couldn't get off the island. Like every time you jumped in the water to try to swim away, the island brought you back. That's how Pittsburgh was. So we never made it to Pittsburgh. But we did make it uh, back to the spot bar and back to the crowbar multiple times. So not only did we go there one year, two years, we went a third year, but the third year, I'm pretty sure, and I have to ask Ken, it was just Ken and I. And I noticed, and I, I think Rose didn't make it that year. And I noticed that the third year, they were struggling a little. And this was our third year going. This was not their third year of having the festival. They were struggling. They didn't have as many events. Um, the, the good impersonators that they normally got, some of them weren't there. Dina was there, but they were, they, they were upping the prices on everything. And again, I'm not bashing it because the people in that town were phenomenal. Matter of fact, the same bartender that we met at Crowbar for three years in a row was there and he remembered us. I mean, here's a small town, Midwest America. Steubenville, Ohio has the friendliest gay bar I've ever been to. Friendliest people I've ever met. And it's a tucked away American secret. The problem with this town, like so many other American towns, and I shouldn't say American, there's probably other towns in this world, I'm sure, I know there are, but I can only speak for America, is that they're dying. And I think it's a crime to let these towns die, which is why I'm talking about Steubenville, Ohio, in such a positive light. Not only was it a positive experience to me, and I met some great people, I got to just hang out with Dean Martin fans. But I think towns like that need our money, need our support. You know, what happens to Steubenville if the Dean Martin Festival goes away? You know, what happens if, if, a, if that Applebee's closes? I mean, the fact that they even got an Applebee's in Steubenville is huge. Look, Steubenville's never going to turn into Dallas. And why would they want to? But the reality is, those towns could disappear. And I think that that's a part of American history. I don't think we want those towns to disappear. I don't think we want those historical cities to, to disappear. One of the cool things that I would love to see in Steubenville, they added to it. In 2015... Uh, there was two businessmen started a Christmas-themed festival. It's called the Steubenville Nutcracker Village. And so it's, it's 150 life-size nutcracker sculptures, and they spread them out through Fort Steuben Park in downtown Steubenville. Now, Fort Steuben Park is where, I think that's where we went and saw the movie, actually, because it's right by Fort Steuben. It's a free thing. It's open to the public 24 hours a day, uh, and they run it the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and then the Sunday, the first Sunday in January. But they do live entertainment, and it's all 
German-based. So, so here you have the Italian area, but this is all German-based. German food, German entertainment. They do a German pay, uh, play. But since the since its inception in 2015, it's brought 40,000 visitors. 40,000 visitors from out of town, not including the people that live in Steubenville, but from out of town. And it's given a life to that downtown area. It's revitalized that downtown area. I, I, that's what we need. I mean, what a great idea. These are people that care about it. So not only do you have the Dean Martin Festival, but now you've got the Nutcracker Festival and you're bringing people that, that would maybe never normally go to Steubenville or hear about Steubenville, but now you can go there. So I, I think that's really cool. Plus, I mean, you know, you take away all the other stuff, all the other, you know, the Dean Martin aspect and the Steubenville, the um, the football team. Just looking at the old buildings, the amazing houses and how they built them and how they're still standing. And there's some big ones there. At some point, I believe because of the steel mill ban, or steel mill factories, there were some serious, serious money there because I look at some of these houses and I'm like, there's no way that these, these houses look like castles. The problem is again, though, the average income of somebody in Steubenville, Ohio, now you got to take the cost of living into effect. The average income of somebody in Steubenville, Ohio, individual is $18,000 as of 2019 as household $34,000. Again, the cost of living is nothing. I mean, you could get an apartment in Steubenville, Ohio for cheap compared to somewhere else. You know, if they had, I I don't know, I didn't see any apartments there, but I'm sure there are. The thing is, most people don't stick around Steubenville, Ohio. Obviously, they want to get out to Pittsburgh or um, get out some of the other places. But I'm sure there's some people that are perfectly content in living in Steubenville, Ohio. And I don't have anything, there's nothing wrong with that. Look, who knows? Maybe I, I said that if I was in the witness protection program, I'd just go to Steubenville, Ohio. Of course, now I can't. So there you go. But they, have, they do. They have one-bedroom apartments there for 550 bucks. They have a two-bedroom apartment there for $800. And they're nice looking. I'm looking at them online right now. So, you know, it's something about these towns. Like, if it wasn't for MySpace and it wasn't for that group, I would have never thought I'm going to Steubenville, Ohio to see the Dean Martin, Dean Martin's hometown. I would, no matter how big of a fan I was, no matter how, you know, how much I like to do road trips, I would have never thought of that. But meeting Rose in that group, seeing the Dean Martin festival, and then making that connection three years in a row, a fourth year, I think either I was working or something happened. I, I, I don't remember. But being able to do that and, and see part of America, that's America. I mean, that's, that's history, and I'll never forget it. And I'll always tell those, those people in Steubenville, thank you, because they were awesome. I'm going to send this to Rose so she can listen. I think she listens anyway. But, um, and the people that are now at the uh, Frolics or the, the Crowbar, I love you guys. Greatest people I've ever met. I had so much fun being in Steubenville, Ohio. I can't wait to go back one day. I, you know what? I don't want to say I can't wait to go back because... I don't know if I'm ever going to be back. I'm not going to fly from Texas to that part of Ohio. I don't want to say never, but I hope one day I get the opportunity to go back. If I never get the opportunity to go back, 
it was a once in a lifetime experience all three times and I'm glad I did. And I think that I think that we should do more of that. So if you get a chance, look up Steubenville, Ohio, look up the Dean Martin Festival. Actually, you can follow on Instagram, the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I'm going to post some pictures over the next couple of days uh, of my trip to Steubenville. So you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Um, and you can always message me on Anchor right here. Drop a message, drop a comment. I'd love to hear your reviews, guys, of the podcast. What you think? Any questions? Um, Whatever, comments, critiques, I'll, I'll take it. If you love me, if you hate me, it's all good. But thank you for supporting the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Make sure you jump over and check out Toy Cars on the Nightstand. Uh, leave me a message, and I'd love to hear from you. And i got to plug one more thing. i got to plug one more thing on my, on my plethora of things that I do. If you have not downloaded the free Riffer app, you got to do it. R-I-F-F-R. It's micro-podcasting, three-minute podcasts. I have heard some great local artists on there performing one of their songs, poetry, podcast previews. There's a guy who does a three-minute movie review, and I have the Motivational Minute on there, uh, which I think is something that we could all listen to. It's three minutes, no more, no, maybe a little less sometimes, but no more than three minutes, Motivational Minute on Rifford. Download it. All right, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you for your support as always. And don't forget, go look up Steubenville. Give those guys a shout out. Tell them you heard about them from the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Talk to you later. Have a great day.